We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's right. We're riding with the king. Sports Radio 94 WIP Midday Show. You, Douglas, Joe Gillio, you guys with us. 215-592-9494. And joining us right now, Sponsored by McGurk's Pub and Grill is Howard Eskin. Visit one of their three area locations for all the game day action. For the menu, go to McGurk'sPub.com. Howard, how are we doing today? Never had a bad day in my life. And the thing that I recognized in listening to you this morning is that you, Douglas, catches on quickly with certain things. And I'm sure we'll get <laughs> Boom! that. What's that? I didn't know that was a drop. But yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm just curious now. To uh, see where this is about to go. <laughs> I, let me guess. Let me guess. It took you three three shows. You know, three shows reacted to Sixers games, Howard, before he started to start started to see the nonsense that goes on around here. Well, what he said is Joel Embiid, with all this. Oh, I got to do a better job. He is, and Joe, you know this because we've talked about it for months, actually, since last year. Joel Embiid is, oh, woe is me, woe is me, but I'm doing my best, and I'm out there for the guys, and it's such nonsense. Yeah, that dog, that dog, that dog gonna hunt. That dog no. does not hunt. <laughs> but you, you picked that up so quickly. What, what a bunch no, of you know nonsense! No, you know what it is, Howard. It's because I, I played here in Philadelphia, and and I know the sentiment of of the sports fan. Because you know, when I used to run the streets back in the day, you would hear that. Like on a regular, like, hey, you know, you got to do your do your job. Why are you here? Do your, you need to be somewhere practicing and stuff like that you early on. We, we can just go to example. Well, you know, my foot hurts, and I don't know if I want to play in the All-Star game. Well, there he is. And then he's got the flu when he comes back for ball. Oh, he says he's got the flu. You think they let him in the locker room if he had the flu? Give me a break. Not in this day and age. No, no. It's, and that's the whole point. Oh, got, and then he goes out and plays. It's a bunch of nonsense. You know, go out there and don't turn the ball over. Be who you need to be, and he's not a leader, and I think we most people recognize that. And they can't win. They don't have a leader, and that, and he's supposed to be the guy. And then the Celtics, whenever you play a team that plays good defensively, and Miami did as well, the Celtics say, hey, Joel, just score all your points, but nobody else is going to score. And you can't win like that. Yeah. It's just it, – That whatever. game last night, though, Howard, that was a winnable game. That yes, was, a, was especially when you talk about the way that there were some missed opportunities down the stretch. 
That was a winnable game last night. That was unacceptable. It, 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 clearly, Miami had lost, what, four straight coming into the game? Yeah, they're not very good. They, I think they came in 32-29. and 29. They're, they're a mid-tier team, Howard. I know. I, I just – but that's who the Sixers are when they play tough games. Hey, wait till uh, Glenn Rivers rolls out. Well, that was a scheduled loss. <laughs> oh, they got some tough games on the next month. He's going to roll out that a couple times. four nights coming up in the next week, yeah. and that's, one of those is going to be a scheduled loss, according to Glenn Rivers. It yeah. was a scheduled but loss. That's how it felt. <laughs> he's not he's not the biggest problem it's that daryl morey just picked up some more knowledge because he went to that uh uh what is that session at mit oh the sloan analytics conference did you, oh, you go this year did you take God. a take part uh well i should have no. but i think i would if it was on the 20th floor i would have jumped <laughs> <laughs> all right so we'll pencil you out of next year's sloan analytics conference all right howard a lot of Eagles stuff to discuss here. Combine yes. starts today, um, and we got the news this morning and the reports that Brian Johnson is going to be the offensive coordinator. Not surprising, but what do you think, and what do you know about Brian in the couple years he's been here? Well, here's the thing, and I've said this on the air, and I was kind of told that uh, he was going to be the guy. That's why you never saw them interview any other offensive coordinator candidates. He's the guy... I think he's going to be very good because Jalen Hurts is comfortable with him. He's known him since, what, high school? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes way back. He obviously knows the position, understands the position by playing it and coaching it. I think that's uh, – and the Eagles know what, what they've got there. So I think that's a, a very good choice. And from what I heard this morning, from what I've been told, it's Sean – and I don't know enough about him. Sean Desai, is that how you yeah, say his name? I think it's Desai, yeah. Desai. We'll, we'll figure that out, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, he'll be the defensive coordinator. So I don't know what's going to happen. You know, obviously Denard Wilson's not going to be happy about that. But, you know, if you're a coach and they give him a raise and understand that this is the way it's got to be, that's the way it's got to be. But Brian Johnson, I think, will be very good because Jalen Hurts, you remember last year when he says, I finally had the same coaching staff for a couple of years in a row. So basically he's got the same guy for another year in a row. And you need, and everybody knows it, and you guys have said it, you need quarterback. Otherwise, you might as, you're wasting your time with all this other stuff. You know, you know what, speaking of that, because me and Joe have been going back and forth, and he made some very, very good points this morning, but but how That's would rare. you <laughs> shots rare fired. shots fired. <laughs> but how would you how, how would you handle this offseason? Because there's gonna be some big names that we're potentially gonna lose with this Eagles defense. So how would you handle going into this offseason? Well, you wanna sign some of them. Uh I wouldn't sign and I don't think I uh and I disagree with this part of what you said, Hugh. I don't think Fletcher Cox is going to get a big deal anywhere else. I don't think Brandon Graham's going to get a big deal anywhere else. Fletcher Cox tried to go out there because the Eagles didn't want to pay him last year. And that's why they cut him and they resigned him because they realized there was nothing out there. If it wasn't out there last year, why is it going to be out there this year? So I I wouldn't have a problem with Fletcher Cox being gone. You you can't just keep older guys – and I just don't know. He he was okay, mm-hmm. and Brandon Graham was good. But Brandon Graham, I think, wants a nice contract, but he doesn't play enough snaps. Even though very productive with the snaps he has, he doesn't play enough snaps to get $10 million, let's say. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that's after this year, you, 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 and you admitted it. I remember when you went to Jacksonville. That was a money grab. Definitely. That was stealing money. It's just like when, when Ike pew, went to, to Atlanta. He went there because he wanted to get the cash. And I understand that, if that's what you're going to do. But I don't think it's out there as much now because teams that are good enough to use those people probably don't have enough room 
to pay those people. And you just don't, usually you don't move for a one-year contract. So I'd be curious to see what happens there. I want C.J. Gardner-Johnson. I'd rather have uh, Bradbury over Slay. Uh, but I don't know how that could happen uh, because I think Bradbury is a better corner right now. And he's, what, a couple of years lo- younger than Slay. Uh, but I, obviously Slay will be here. At, and I don't know how you can sign Bradbury. But I want uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He'll probably get pissed when they franchise him because they won't be able to sign him and then try to work out a deal. But uh, that's the reality of what the NFL is. And, that, and, and Hargrave is an interesting case. But can you pay him $20 million? I don't know, Howard. That's a lot of money at that position. You know, if you're Aaron Donald, it's one thing. Yeah, but the price of the brick for him has went up because, you know, they just they just uh, franchise tagged Ron Payne. That's like $18 million. Yeah, yeah. And, and now, you know, there's a lot of teams that are interested in Javon Hargrave, so so it's going to be interesting to see how they yeah. handle that. Yeah, that's, that's the tough part. And then they'll get another running back. And I love Miles Sanders as a person and as a player, but running backs – and I've said this so many times. Running backs fall out of trees. Uh, you can shake a tree and they fall out. <laughs> you can get a guy. You can get, and with the way this offense runs and with the offensive line that they have, I think you can find other running backs that are productive and not pay as much. And the thing with Miles, there's so many running backs that are out there as free agents. And I don't think any of them are going to get paid. I hope the Giants make the mistake of giving Saquon Barkley crazy money, uh, because that's going to screw them up between he and Daniel Jones. Uh, that's going to screw them up for years. But uh, I love Miles as a person and as a and he's a nice player. But I just don't know how they can keep him uh, with the money that his his agents probably going to want. So they'll be different. But every team, even a team that wins a Super Bowl, I bet you if you look at Kansas City's roster next year, you'll see fifteen to twenty players different than there was this year happens every year and that's just what the nfl is but you want to try to identify good players and find a way to keep them and i think that the point is they'll sign jalen hurts but just just like josh allen they did with his contract it won't start until the next year so it gives them another year to kind of uh, put some things together and try it again. Yeah, that's important to put some chips in for next yeah. year because the NFC is still down. I don't think it's going to be a good conference. Howard, you mentioned something with, with Slay there, and there is a path. So let me ask you this way. Would you explore trading Slay and re-signing Bradbury? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, a, a Slay has done a really nice job as an Eagle player, but what did he do the last, the second half of this season? Not much. No, and it's just, you got to say, is that because he's getting older uh, you, you kind of look at it. Why did his production go down? And that's what you got to ask yourself. And the Eagles have been pretty good at that. You know, identifying, listen, we can't sign this player because of the age or keep this player, but you got to keep players that you know are productive for at least the next two to three years. And if you ask yourself the question, do you think Darius Slay could be productive for the next two to three years? And that that's the that's the tough question that the Eagles have to answer. It could be yeah. bad at the end. Yeah. Three yeah. years from now it could be pretty bad. Yep. And so that that's the way I look at it. I, I think they'll figure out cap wise, but it's pretty tight. Even with the cap going up, it's pretty tight. Uh and it's hard to get back to it. It's hard to get back to a Super Bowl, let alone get back to a Super Bowl the year after you were in the Super Bowl. So they gotta do a lot of things. We'll see what they do. I mean, it's just uh you're not gonna have the same team. Uh but as long as you have the same quarterback and he is – and I, I would think that he would take another step forward. 
another year, another step forward. There's some things that obviously uh, uh, could be better, just like with every quarterback. But as long as you have the quarterback, you always have a chance, and the NFC is really – and the division, the Cowboys find a way to always screw it up. Uh, the Giants aren't good enough, and the Redskins aren't good enough. So, you know, you see so still – and it would be the first time in 20 years – that a team would win the division consecutive years. So I don't know why that's the case, uh, but maybe the Eagles will break. The Eagles were the last ones to do it uh, 20 years ago, mm -hmm. so maybe they'll be the ones that do it again this this time. Howard, before we let you go, tell us about your uh, your trip to Clearwater Spring Training, and, and did Rob Thompson like your lineup that you gave him? <laughs> he loved it. He took it. He actually <laughs> took it with him. Uh oh. So I'm sure on opening day he'll – I'm not sure, but I would think he might show it to me and see how close I was. But my lineup should be the lineup. I sent him a text and thanked him for being uh, – coming on the air with me on Saturday. But I also said I could be talked into flipping three and five, Hoskins and JT. I had Hoskins at three and JT at five. I could be talked into flipping that. But the one thing he said, Joe, and I think you're over it now, Trey Turner is the Phillies' leadoff hitter will be the Phillies leadoff hitter when Harper comes back and he liked my reasoning with the outlawing of the shift. Now you have a bigger hole, but if there's a man on first with the left-hander hitting two and it'll be Harper when he comes back. So I don't know what you're going to do with Schwarber. You could put him four. I just want to separate the lefties. You know that, Howard. Yeah, you got to separate the lefties. But you got to have Trey Turner leading off and it opens up more at first base with a man on first base for the left-hander. And he liked that part of it. And he liked the part where I have Stodd at nine to turn over the lineup. He liked my lineup. He would put, it sounds like he wants to put Castellanos higher, but I said he's got to earn that. I agree with that. Yeah, he's got to earn that to be put higher in the lineup. And the one thing, I mean, but it was nice. I got to talk to a, a bunch of guys down there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's always nice to go when the games start. You know, they don't play a lot of players in the games. So you get to see him on the practice fields and, and then Painter, everybody's all excited about Painter. And he also did say, it sounds like Painter, and I didn't think he would keep him on the team because how many times to start the season do you need a fifth starter? And one of the things he said, he says, regardless of the days off, he's probably going to use five starters to give guys extra rest. They're so worried about players getting hurt well those guys did go an extra month last year let's not forget right nola wheeler suarez they pitched a lot of innings last year because they had a whole extra month right so you know so painter looks like uh i thought he wouldn't come up because you didn't really need the fifth starter but it, it looks like he's going to come up but he liked my lineup joe i mean he, see here's the problem with this he, like Hugh, how, how are things guy. he can manage in an mlb no, team I, I, I hear that i hear yeah. the conviction in his voice yeah but this is the question i have for you howard as, as yeah. far as the pitch clock is concerned how any yay nay how you feeling about it I that was the only rule change that I liked. I don't like the pizza boxes for the bases. <laughs> uh, I, you know, if a guy's making all that money, he should be able to hit it the other way. But people are kind of thinking about ways to beat the shift by moving the outfielders. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, you know, Rob Thompson done. I was talking to him not on the air, off the air. He doesn't think that's going to happen. But I, it wouldn't shock me that they kind of throw that out there to kind of confuse a hitter, especially with his approach. But the pitch clock, I like. Because you don't need to dilly-dally. And the one player, and I talked to him the day before when he was talking to the media in his office, and one of the reporters laughed at me with my question. Uh, my question obviously added, well, Harper goes with his gloves and his pants and his socks and, you know, all these and the music and all. He, I said, 
how much of an adjustment is it going to be for him? He says it's going to be a big adjustment. And the, the other issue with that is he's not there for in games for spring training. That's a good to point. Kind of get used to it. Yeah, he doesn't have that ramp up like all these other guys have. Right. Uh, and so, I mean, the fact that they ended the game on it on a strike uh, when the umpire was wild, it, and Machado was not happy with. Guys are going to have to get used to it. The games are too long. I don't think they're going to be as short as some of these games are because you're not playing anybody. So mm-hmm. you're not really getting a lot of hits and uh, you're not, you're just not playing the right people. The games, but if the games go from 343 to 315, that's still a half an hour. Yeah, no, it matters. It's a big yeah. deal. So I like that's the That's the one rule. That's the one rule I really, uh, really like. I, you know, I talked to Aaron Boone for a while when they were there the first day. And I talked to him. We were talking about the. We didn't talk any baseball. We just talked about the Eagles and the Super Bowl, uh, because he's, as people know, he's a big Eagles fan because he grew up here uh, with his father. But um, I'm curious what he thinks about it because he's in all this analytics and all this other nonsense, which I'm disappointed in him as a person when people get into that, because the game is the game. You know, if a guy can play, you see a guy can play. And, you know, they don't think there's going to be more stolen bases because of the bigger bases. Well, because analytics say that you shouldn't steal bases. Well, but, well, if it's easier, you'll steal them more. We'll see. That, yeah. That'll yeah. be interesting. Howard, we appreciate you hopping on. We'll catch up soon. And um, and don't forget, next time we talk to Topper, you tell him that you yeah, separate the lefties when Harper gets back, <laughs> well, right? We got the lefties <laughs> separated. We're, we're all right with that. And, Joe, you got to listen to to you a little bit more because he seems like, you know, he wasn't a smart guy when he was a player. He's a smart guy now. <laughs> Listen, we all get wiser as time goes on. Hey, yeah, you know it takes time. You know they say when age comes wisdom. We're just waiting on that for Howard. We're just waiting on it for you. Howard, we appreciate it. Uh, you guys have a great All right, there we go. You goes. too. Howard Eskin there hanging out with us as he does every Tuesday. 215-592-9494. This segment sponsored by Comcast Business Complete Connectivity. Help your business thrive and stay connected with the Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution. One solution for every business takes you. Comcast Business, powering possibilities, restrictions apply. Let's go back to the phone lights here. Mark, Sledgehammer's in college. What's up, Sledgehammer? Mark. Joe Gilio, what is up, dude? Sledgehammer, what's up, buddy? Not much. How you doing, that kind sir? What is up, big dog? How are you? I'm good, man. Cannot complain. Good morning, Atlanta. (laughs) See, Kyle, why we always got to go there, man? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you think of today, Sledgehammer? Well, first off, Q, I got to thank you for giving us some of the most fun years in Eagles football. Sir. So appreciate you. Much. Appreciate you. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Still to this day, I still have my Hugh Douglas jersey, and I, I wear it proudly every now and then. Appreciate you. So, what, what main question I have that you guys have not touched on is, what is your opinion and thoughts on the special teams coach Getting his extension. Where oh, you missed that. Oh, Joe had a lot to say about that. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, I mean, Sledgehammer, they gave the longest putt return in Super Bowl history. The guy gets a race. I mean, my, my <laughs> thoughts are, what are we doing here? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you, you played the game. Correct me if I'm wrong, but part of a job of a coach and a coordinator, you're supposed to coach the players up to play better, you, not worse, right? Do you know what bothered me about that? Like, hearing the extension, like, I don't mind him getting paid, you know, because, I, I mean, you know, you, you talk about, for the most part, did a pretty good job. But the fact that I was watching that game and Dave Tobe, who used to be here, told one of the reporters that, hey, you know what, they never had a return in the Super Bowl and then proceeded to go 65 yards like they saw something, like they Mm -hmm. saw a a, a hole somewhere where they could take advantage of that and they did it. So that bothered me a little little bit. But 
you know, when you talk about coordinators leaving and, and coaches leaving and everything, you got to do what you got to do to have your coaches stay here because it's, it's obvious that, that somebody was thought highly of him and was about to pay yeah, I mean, I just, I, I just find it just concerning because of how poorly they played in the Super Bowl and whatnot that, I mean, he got rewarded. But, um, by the way, you can make all the mistakes you want. You're Hugh Douglas, for God's sake. <laughs> I don't know about that. that like, like, like I, I feel like Joel Embiid, that ain't going to fly. That dog ain't going to hunt after a while. I can't do, I can't do that that much. Got, let's, let's that dog out. ain't going to hunt. We love you, man. We appreciate the phone call. Um, I, well, you, you mentioned something there about they lost other coaches. I wonder if that was part of the reason they wanted to make sure they kept – Definitely part of it. Like part how of many it. coaches can you lose in one offseason? Yeah, that, definitely part of it because you want to try to keep as much continuity, I would think, as you possibly can. Yeah. That's why you hire from within. You hire Coach Johnson because he's familiar with the quarterback. And, mm-hmm. and, and the biggest thing, like I said early on, Joe, you want your quarterback to grow and be comfortable. No better way than to hire somebody that he's familiar with. They can come – and have those those tough conversations. You had that tough conversation with him that you probably couldn't have if you were an outsider. Right. So it's all about, to me, as important as the defensive coordinator is, it's all about the success of Jalen Hurst and how he grows from this point moving forward. Well, that's going to – the whole franchise will go off of that. 215-592-9494 to hop in here. Yeah, I, I – I also wonder, and I, my guess would be the Eagles think this guy could coach Clay, and it's just that they haven't given him good special teamers. Elliot, and we'll talk to him at one from Indy, he's brought this up for a while, that the Eagles don't prioritize getting special teams players anymore. They just put the young players who aren't that's starters. How, that's how it normally used yeah. to go. But you see teams that, uh, sometimes that they, have most success, they sometimes starters right. on special teams. Or they have a guy like, um, that's kind of a, what was the guy? He's in the Hall, isn't he in the hall of Fame, Don Beebe? Tasker, oh, you're talking about, I Steve, oh, Steve Tasker. Tasker. You're right, no, it's Steve Tasker. That's I, don't, what I, I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame, but I remember Steve Tasker was like a, a Pro Bowl like yes. special teams player. The, Larry Izzo. Yeah, the Patriots have had one the last uh, decade. What was his name? Matthew Slater? I think, I think, so. I think Matthew Slater. Right. Like, like teams, sometimes teams have these like star special teamers. Yeah, yeah Tasker's not. In the Hall of Fame, but he's a five-time first-team pro. Okay, so, and I guess there was. And what about Larry? Is- no, I'm just kidding. I know Larry is. <laughs> he's a linebacker, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember him being a big-time special team. Yeah, bro. he's a big-time special. And, and I guess teams changed the way they build rosters now. Now it's mostly the young guys that that hang out and, and, and are on that spot. Let's talk to Willie in Holesburg. What's up, Willie? <laughs> Willie, you there, buddy? Willie. Willie wants. Willie goes on hold. All right, let's Willie. grab Mike in Atlanta. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. How are you today? What's going on, Mike? Hey, Mike. Hey, uh, let, me, let me start first. Hey, you. Um, yes. Did you, uh, when you were here in Atlanta, did you live off of, Ros- uh, off of Woodstock Road at some point? No, I lived off of Roswell. I was off of Roswell Ros- Road. Yes. In, oh, in Roswell. Okay. Yeah, I was in Sandy Springs. Uh, I was in Sandy Springs. Oh, okay. Well, I got a, a autographed helmet of yours in my, uh, on my shelf uh, from back in the day at one of these high school auctions. Uh um, so we always liked you. I, I'm a Philly native, but live in Atlanta now. So glad to see you back in town. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Right. What are you thinking hey, today, uh, Mike? Well, guys, I, I I feel I'm feeling really good about where I think the team is headed. I think Howie has learned a lot of lessons. I think there's a lot of checks and balances in their management structure, and there's also a lot of great defensive talent in that draft. I think you keep Gardner. I think you keep Hargraves, you find a way to keep them, and then you just go to the draft and, and work your magic. Well, like I, these, old, these older guys are great players, but 
I mean, it's like corporate America, right? There's something called a reduction in force. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think you make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm. You and I are on the same page, Mike, when it comes to the you yeah. know be, try to keep those stars, right? The, the Chauncey Gardner right. Johnson, Hargrave, and Mike. That's it's important. I think they need to kind of try to go all in and win again next year. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. We'll get back to all your calls in the Eagles and the Sixers reaction last night. Do you think the Eagles should go all in and get back to the Super Bowl next season? Or look big picture. We'll talk about that. And Elliot's going to join us live 1 o'clock from Indianapolis. We'll talk to him right here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, it's kind of how I roll. You know, I, I think that um, the biggest regrets I've had have been when we don't do things, um, we don't take chances, and we don't go in a direction, and um, obviously, we got to do it. Would that make sense? You know, we're not just trying to do things um, for the sake of making moves. But uh, I think when we we played last year in the playoffs and saw where those teams were that were competing for a championship and where we were, um, we knew we had a lot of work to do. And luckily for us, we, we had a bunch of picks. Um, we had the ability to add some players um, because we had a quarterback on a rookie deal, and um, we went out and and had some opportunities. Take chances, takes risks, take a direction. I like that. 215-592-9494. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. You with us here on the phone lines. Elliot at 1 o'clock. And, Hugh, we opened the show today talking about the Eagles and their direction this offseason. Because when Howie speaks today at around 3.15, 3.30, you could hear it on the Mark Cerise show. That, that's going to be the theme here. What is the direction of this offseason after a Super Bowl appearance? And I want it to be all in. I know the Eagles have a lot of decisions to make. I know the cap room isn't you know maybe as much as it was last year. But I look at a team in a conference right now that is is still so winnable, and I don't want to make this, well, we'll be good for the next three or four or five years, take our cracks, because what if you don't get there? I mean, they have a chance to go back next year, be aggressive, bring these guys back, Hargrave, Bradbury, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. I'm all in you. I, I'm thinking small time. I'm not thinking big picture. You know, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I'm, I'm thinking more of being, you know, in a situation where potentially it could happen for multiple years. Mm-hmm. Nothing's guaranteed. You know, you look well, at the, 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 the run that the Cincinnati Bengals went on. They started off slow. They started off really, really slow, and they got back to the AFC Championship game. Didn't get over that hump. But I want to be in a position where 
I could I could potentially sustain this run for like three to four years because that's what it's all about. You know, when you talk about the moves that the uh, Kansas City Chiefs made, Patrick Mahomes is their guy. We've identified Jalen as our guy. Put as much as you can around him. You know, you're going to lose some pieces defensively. Put as much as you can around him and just wait and see how it plays out. But you you have, to me, you have a, a better chance over the long haul of getting back to the Super Bowl instead of trying to just do it all in, in the next the, the following year. Yeah, and they probably do. But I'm, I'm thinking about this year because I look at the NFC, and, and I can't project two years from now what it looks like. I mean, I, my guess would be it's much better in two years. It's much deeper in two years. Right now it's not. And I, I would be disappointed if the Eagles don't try to go all in. And I go back, I think there's a lot of fear in the city from 2017, the, the, the fallout from the 2017 Super Bowl, and then they, they kind of try to keep the band together, and it didn't work, and they went backwards. But I blame that on the quarterback. I blame that on Carson Wentz. He didn't live up to his end of the bargain. That's why that team didn't succeed. Not the strategy. It was the quarterback. I believe in this quarterback more. 215-592-9494. Do you want the Eagles to go all in and try to get back and win it next year or prioritize the long-term big picture? Our Twitter poll today, at WIP Midday Show, what should it be the Eagles' primary focus this offseason be? Run it back, 57%. Bill for the long term, 43%. So it's uh, it's much closer to 50-50 than, uh, than certainly yesterday's discussion. Willie, let's get him up here. What's Willie? up, Willie? Yeah, how you doing, uh, Mr. Douglas? God bless you. Thanks for having me back. And um, Joel, you're my favorite broadcaster. Thank you. I oh, appreciate you, Willie. Of course we'll get you on here. What, what are you thinking tonight? Or today, right, I'm, I'm used to saying you know tonight. Now you got now. I got you over here saying "Good, <laughs> good morning, morning, Atlanta," Atlanta. <laughs> and now I'm saying it tonight because I always said, "Good morning, Atlanta." <laughs> it's hard you, to break those habits, though. It man. Is. It's hard. It's hard it, to break it those is. habits. It is. Here's the good thing: we have we have gotten here on time every day. Yes, and we've gone to the right place every day. Yeah, so we, we got those a, down. We got we winning. We're now winning. I got to get my time zone. Hugh's got to get his city. But Willie, go ahead. What are you thinking? Yes, I said let's do it for the Super Bowl again because look, we got the solid foundation of the structure, right? Now you look at the NFC; they're not that really great. So I think on the long run, this Eagles team is going to go for a long time bringing the championships. I mean, you can see it. Are you filling the holes? You know, you're going to lose some guys defensively and offensively. But bring those guys back, get a couple of drafts. You know, uh, if they don't sign Bradbury, trade in a 10th pick and get Jalen Ramsey, hey, might as well do it again. See, Willie's all in. Willie's see, all in. Yeah. See, I, I hear what you're saying, Willie, but I think that you're identifying the wrong guys as like your core players. I think we have the core players that we need to to make a run. I think I think we already have them on the on the contract, and we're going to get one guy in the contract. Everybody yeah, else is I'm, kind of expendable. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. You know, thanks for getting my call, and you know, God bless you. Thank you. Really appreciate you. appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, it's you. It's interesting as they try to identify their next core because the core they've had for the past a while now, right? Is Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. Th- those have been the guys that have been here for a long time. But the next core. It is interesting to think about how much of it is in place already. Because the core, you, you kind of move forward with Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. They're all going to be here a long time. Mm-hmm. And then you start throwing in, you know, maybe a Jordan Mailata, Lana Dickerson. But, Hugh, to your point, most of their core is on the offensive side of the football. Yeah, and, and that's to me, is where your bread and butter is. That, those are the guys that you could potentially win a championship with. You know, the unfortunate thing about it is, and, and me being a defender, for all those years, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's not about defense and championships anymore. It's about your, your quarterback getting that defense score a good defense or, or or score at will. And basically, that's what you saw when you see a guy like a Patrick Mahomes. He scores at will. He is the guy. For as frustrating as the Super Bowl was, uh, you know, for everyone in the city, 
that's what happens. We play a great quarterback. Yeah. You could bring a, a top defense in, and and the quarterback's probably going to win. Yeah, I mean, because that's what it was. Man, listen, when we talk, when you talk about the Super Bowl that we won and the Super Bowl that we just played in, two things I would venture to say were were the constant in those conversations. Stop, insert quarterback name here, because mm-hmm. quarterback insert quarterback names here has the ability to score at will. So what you're going to have to do is is limit possessions and try to outscore them. That's why when people go back and they think about the, the most historic play, well, two historic plays, but the most significant historic, historic play in the history of the Eagles championship, Philly Philly. Yes. Because you were in a position where you would have had to get a ball back. And you know what Doug said? Nope. No, nah, I'm not going to do that. Aggression. He was aggressive. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because I know that these – Possessions are precious, and hell, let, let's let's look at it. Like like this is a this is a truism. When you look at statistically the defense that won the Super Bowl, and the defense that just played in the Super Bowl, statistically, the defense that just played in the Super Bowl is better by a lot. <laughs> but the, that's not the defense that won. No. So that should tell that should tell you something right there. That should tell you how different the NFL is nowadays, because statistically. That defense that won the Super Bowl was garbage compared to the defense that played in the Super Bowl just a few months ago. They had more sacks this year than any team ever. Come on now, fix it, Jesus. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. That's what it's about. And I understand that as a as a, a fan, as a diehard Eagles fan, we want to hold on to the past. That's not what's winning you these games, people. Well, and here and here's the reality moving forward. As you, as you talk about truisms with the NFL, if the Eagles do get back to the Super Bowl, let's say the next couple of years, right? They get yeah. back to another one. You know who they're likely going to face? A Burrow, a yeah. Mahomes, an Allen, yes. or a Herbert. Because right? they, they are bona fide. Those are the guys that you've identified as the guys. And, you know, I know, I know you're talking about, uh, you know, next year might not be the same, da 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 all these quarterbacks. Man, listen, it, you, nobody has been identified as a good quarterback yet. Daniel Jones, no. Uh Whoever was it, Heineke? Heineke? <laughs> Heineke? No. Or, Good uh, job. You almost got there. Sam Howell. How? No. Sam Howell. Just say no. Whoever name you want to say, I'm just going to say no. Yeah. Justin Fields? No. Not yet. Not yet. But who knows? There was rumors and talk about them potentially yep. drafting another quarterback. That's right. So they're not so – dude, think about it like this. Uh, What's the little dude named that? I can't remember his name. Um, Kyle Murray? No, my little dude. That's fr- Tua, 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 Tua Tyler Below, Tyler Below, You know, you know what I'm <laughs> oh, trying to say. Just say, Tua, just, just I got, say Tua. I got hyped and I, yeah. I got, I got tongue tied. <laughs> tongue of, I, you know, tongue of Iloa. But there was conversation <laughs> about them replacing him after his second season. It's quick, you can... <laughs> like because they were not waiting. They were not willing to wait to see what he was going to be. Now he bounced back. His bounce back game was strong. But think about that for a minute, people. We don't have time in the NFL to be figuring out whether you can play or not, especially at that position. We figured out so far, Jalen Hurst can play. Pay that man, and let's try to go win some Super Bowls. 215-592-9494. Doug's up. What's up, Doug? Did he hang up? I think Doug was just so upset at whatever he's, he said. He's like, that damn you, Doug. He's yeah, he, pissed me off. <laughs> I don't Brid- have nothing to say. Bridget in Florida has got something to say. hate to see that. You do, Merrill. You do. Bridget, what's up? Hey, guys, how you doing? You're doing a good job with the midday show. <laughs> thank, thank you, Bridget. What are you thinking today? Well, I'm thinking, okay, Joe, you're right. We're going to go all in. Second point, 
With a heel, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get my words out. Don't right. worry about it, because I, mean, I do it. Don't listen. I don't take offense to that. <laughs> I do it every day. I know. Okay, Hugh, you're saying. Um, I think it was you. You said this the other day. We're like playing chess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what it is. We're playing chess. Yes. Because I've been watching the Eagles ever since uh, Dick for Meal days, and every season they end up mixing up. You know, we keep getting you know better and better, but sometimes we couldn't get through pass off the playoff stages. Why? Because they're a quarterback. True. Yes, absolutely. Yes. True. Yes. So, Hugh, uh, you were talking about uh, patience and everything with your kids? Yes. Okay. Has your kids done the why thing? Not you talking about, was... but why? We were talking about that. <laughs> we were talking about it, yeah. Not yet. I get a lot of lip with my son, though. He he uh, he's, he's a lippy when it comes to just like, you know, just talking back. He just likes to talk yeah. back. Yeah, Bridget, I'm in the stage before you go on. I'm in the stage of I'm, I get told You're I'm the, wrong yeah. and they're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> my favorite. Is that right? You're in that stage? Oh, yeah. My daughter says she's five. You're wrong. I'm right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. My nephew, my, my brother raised twin boys by himself and, and my nephew would get him. It's like, you know, go put your stuff away. Why? Because I said so. Why? Because I'm the dad. Why? Just do it. You know? Yeah, I'm not there yet. I, I get no. that. I get that. Where have you been? I get I get that conversation oh. now. What are you doing? Like, I get all of that. <laughs> hey, did anybody hear about new uniforms for us? Uh, I I did. As a matter of fact, I did hear something about that when I first got here. Kelly Green. Yeah, going to the it Kelly is. Green. Kelly Green. Okay, so then it was true then. Okay. I was just checking on that. Yeah, it's going to be an alternate. And, Bridget, we appreciate it. So they're going to wear probably a gamer's next year. The Jalen Hurts Kelly Green jersey is going to fly off the shelves. That one is going to be everywhere. I mean, Hugh, people have been asking for that forever. And the Eagles yeah. just never wanted to bring it back. I mean, Kyle, I feel like every year we'd have this discussion. They bring the Kelly Green you jersey back. You know what's back. funny? I... I don't want to talk out of turn, but I remember at one point somebody somebody in the organization did not like the Kelly Green. Yeah, I, but they were against the Kelly Green. Oh, yeah. Well, I think now it's sort of becoming the popular thing amongst fans to be like, no, the Eagles won their only Super Bowl in midnight green, so you know the, the Kelly Green is a loser era. But like, come on, man, it it, it looks better. Let's be it's honest. A, it's a, I like it, man. It's a cool I jersey. Like it, yeah, yeah. Plus, all that stuff's nonsense, right? Like, who, they yeah, won because it, they had a good team. Means nothing, right? <laughs> right. And and you know the also. You think about it just generationally, like a lot of people now were kids, like people now that are, are, you know, whatever, they're 40 years old or whatever, and they're in their 40s, and they want to buy new jerseys or buy stuff for their kids. Like, that was their generation. It's yeah. Like, like anything else, it comes back. It's a, it's, it's a throwback to a, yeah. to a golden era for a lot of people. Well, and, and that those teams were really good. Now, I know they yeah. didn't win a championship, but... But they were still good. Man, listen, most of the teams that, that, that Philadelphia Eagles fans love didn't win a championship, but they still love them. Well, only one did. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, come on. That, yeah, that, that's ridiculous. Let's talk to Mark and only. What's up, Mark? Hey, Joe. How's it going? Good, Mark. What are you thinking, buddy? Uh, welcome back, Hugh. Thank you, sir. How you doing? Oh, I can't complain at all. I got a quick side note because I do want to talk about the Eagles. But, you know, with respect to the Kelly Green jerseys, the old, I've been living in Philadelphia my whole life. In all the conversations I've ever had with anybody, the only time I've ever heard anybody talk about Kelly Green jerseys is on radio. So I'm not sure how many people really could care less. But that being said, with regard to the Eagles, I can't imagine a world in which the Eagles' brain trust is not saying, let's see what we can do to get back to the championship and win it next year. I can't imagine a world where that's not happening. Mark, so I agree just, Mark, I agree with you on that. Now, now no, they're, a, they're definitely trying to win trying. it, but there, there's also the balance of trying to win it and, and staying cap-friendly. And that's how he's job. Like, this yeah. is literally how he's job. I mean, he's he's got a. It's a balance, right? It's like scales. Like, how yeah. much do you put on each side of the scale between now and then, you know, the future? 
So that's the world we live in economically with the salary cap, et cetera. There's going to be turnover. And I think that teams go through different phases because when you're, when you're on the upswing, I think you can identify more with your players. They tend to, you can keep them longer. They may not be getting paid as much. They're not as good. So, you know, you can have these players. But once you're a top echelon team, you're going to lose players. There's just no doubt about that. You just have to be good enough to replace them because the Patriots, when they're, you know, 15-year run, was through. I mean, how many people did they go through? Yeah, they that was a revolving door up a there, lot. brother. Yeah. yeah, they were still able to stay on top, win championships, or be contenders. So it's not really a question of, like you say, you know, getting too emotionally attached to players in this world today. I mean, do you do you love the players? I'll be, I'll be fan, I, myself included, have your favorite players. But let's say, for instance, Jason Hargrove. I wouldn't give him more than 18 and 19 for three years. That's it. Because if I was going to go bonkers for a tackle, it would be Deron Payne. Yeah, you know, he just the, he just got he just got he just got franchised. Yeah, and Mark, the the, the time to sign Hargrave w- was three years ago, right? When he was twenty seven. That that's why the Eagles signed him, right? He was he was going into his prime. Well, now he's you now he's into his thirties, so that makes it harder. Well, I'd give him three years and it's something market value, but you know, in four or five years, he's going to be doing what Sir and Joseph were doing for the Eagles this year. Absolutely, I mean, he's not going to go long term with him. So you just have to be good enough to identify. The people that are going to replace those who are going to inevitably leave. If you're going to be a good team and have sustainable success, that's what the general manager's job is. You bring in people who are going to, you know, keep your team on top. And we're going to find out, Mark, pretty quickly here if they can stay on top. Because, I mean, that, that's what separates the Chiefs, right? Every, they're in the title game five years in a row. They're knocking on that door every single year. That's obviously the hope here. Uh, Mark, what are you thinking on Harden? Well, you know, with regard to the Sixers, I would say they played a couple of good games where they lost by two points. And in either one of those games, you could look at any number of factors where if something had gone differently, they could have won. But I think in both of these games, we can see that Harden, he would shoot five for 16, five for 14. And that's concerning to me because I know players are not going to play well every night. It's a long season. You're going to have slumps. But in my mind, when you are calling yourself a $50 million a year player or you think you're in that echelon, you play in big games. The big games are the ones that you show up in and don't shoot 5 for 14 because, you know, that's what you're getting paid the big bucks for, to, to make the team, to carry the team on your shoulders if need be. And there are times when James Harden, I think, throughout his Sean, history, his career, he hasn't shown up in the big games, in the playoffs, et cetera. I mean, the guy can get all these triple-doubles throughout the regular season, but when it comes to a big game where it's like, I need you to go off, he's, he's not really – producing at a superstar level. No, he's not, Mark. And, it, and really, it's been, and Mark, we appreciate the phone call. Hugh, it's been the story of James Harden's career, right? He's a Hall of Famer, top 75 player ever, MVP back in the day, but he's not had a good history in the big games. I can't argue that. I cannot argue that. And, and last night, <laughs> you look at that shot, and and you can't argue that you, you, you can't argue that you didn't mind him taking that shot. It was just unfortunate that it didn't go. It didn't go in. Mm-hmm. That's that like that that's that's that should be an easy shot for James Harden. I hear what you're saying, man. And 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 that's what I'm talking about when I say like certain players, you know, you have to be able to step up in big situations. And you got to know that there's an accountability factor, even if it's right or if it's wrong, that you have to be held to. Well, what is James Harden here for if not to take and make that shot at the end of the game? Yeah. That's what he, yeah. that is why he's here, right? To be the right. second banana for Joel. Like, like, this is the the psyche because I I think I think for the most part I understand how basketball players are, but then when I think I do, I don't. So because they're kind of hard to read. But when you talk about like say people get on KD all the time because he went to Golden State mm-hmm. to win a ring, 
his legacy, he knew that his legacy is going to be tied to his championship. Now his legacy is tied to whether or not he can win his own championship. Even though when you talk about that run that he had to go to, with the Golden State Warriors, he was by far the best player on the court. He was. <laughs> he was the best. But, but it was never his team. Reason, it was never it his was team, that, That's the thing. Yep. That's the thing. But every your legacy is tied to your championship. And and I would think that if you want to be considered one of those players, then you you like all of those excuses that you have and things of that nature, you got to let those go whether it's right or wrong. Like, see, I think that 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 most guys in the NBA think that the criticism of them is fair or unfair. Don't work like that. It's when you get that bread and you want to be considered a Jordan or a LeBron, yep. then there are no there's no excuse that you can't overcome. The two the two sports it reminds me the NBA superstar and the NFL quarterback. It's the same thing. We judge yeah. you one way. Yeah. Whether and we Championships. know Yeah, there, it, there's moving parts, but that's how you're judged. Listen, LeBron when he was young dragged him and four bums. That I don't even remember their name. Uh, Booby Gibson. I'm <laughs> trying to remember their name. To a title, to a championship run. They didn't get it, but he dragged he dragged them. Yeah, that you know, people needed to wait for LeBron until he won a title. I got my answer when he took those bumps <laughs> to the finals. I was like, no, this I'm guy's saying. different. And, and and when when like and I help me understand why there's always a comparison between him and Jordan. And people tend to forget, like Jordan wasn't that great. In his when he first came into the league, yeah, how long did it take him to win his Come first on, title? Come on, man! Well, he needed Pippen and Come Phil Jackson. Come on, man! Yeah. But but for whatever reason, like listen, I know I'm about to get some heat behind this one. I don't care because I, help me understand because th- this is what I don't understand. LeBron James is a bigger, faster version. Like he's he's a physical specimen. Michael Jordan is an iconic figure. Not taking anything away from Michael Jordan, man, because when you talk about in the pantheon of great athletes, I think a lot of people they can't separate. His 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 basketball, from how much he's meant to the 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 basketball culture and the growth of the game. Yeah, the growth of the game. The fact that to this day, like we go, we still go bananas over his shoes. He's almost Paul Bunyan yes, like. Yes, he he's like, it's, it's like yeah. it, it, two different. They're they're in two different stratospheres when it comes to that, but they're both great. Help me understand why it, why you can't see that. Why most people can't see that. Yeah, the way I would say it is, I, I think it's fair to say. LeBron's had the better career. Is that yeah. a better? I mean, I just longevity, longe- the points, longevity, all of, all of that. different teams. All of that. It, it's amazing. You um, know, we just had Howard on. We could have asked him. Oh, he. he oh, well, you. But see, oh, no, because no, listen, let me he, tell you he why won't we even can't put LeBron in his. Top that's what I'm five. saying. See, that's what I'm saying. No, he's because a that, that's he's a personal. That's that. You can't talk to anybody. Do you know what that is? Who can't be objective. It's because he doesn't want to share the king title. Is that right? That's what it is. King James and the king. By the way, that about to get some angry texts coming in. I'm going to ignore him. The five, so the, the team that LeBron drugged to the finals, it was Larry Hughes, Drew Gooden, Elgoskis, Elgoskis. and uh, some, Eric some, Snow. Some bums. But, yeah, Daniel Marshall. Wait, man, can't call Eric Snow bum. That's Ike's, Ike's boy. Like, <laughs> no, like, that's, no. Ike, that's Ike's boy. That's Ike's But, I mean, if we're talking about championship like players. I mean, <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah. yeah. Hey, Ike ain't here yet. Is you no, know, he's listening. About, he's talking about them Spartan dogs. I get, Ike, Ike feels some kind of way about he them Spartan them dogs. He defends them all. Kirk yeah, Cousins, all, all of them. them. All right, 215. Percy Snow, he still be defending Percy Snow. 215-592-9494. Lot to talk about in the next hour. We'll check in with Elliot. He is out in Indianapolis for the combat. Get his thoughts on all the latest defensive coordinator search. Is it going to be Sean Desai? His thoughts on Brian Johnson. And we have to get into some of these rule changes 
being discussed by the NFL, including one that I just think is such an overreaction towards what the Eagles did this year, and another one proposed by the Eagles. So a lot of NFL stuff coming up. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop aboard. We'll talk Eagles all in or build for the long term. 215-592-9494 at Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 